and clap in three, two, one. Yay! That sounded good. Yeah. So how's your weekend been so far? Oh, it's been all right. I I worked on Friday and it was really, really busy for a Friday in a nice restaurant. And so I kind of got exhausted. I've been exhausted all week just because like it is so much more running around than usual. And mm. I had Saturday off. So I just like I was lazy all day and it was awesome. No homework at all. Um, nice. Not even getting dressed at any point in the day. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I did have to work yesterday, but um, because I work at a bank now, I quit my job at the bakery and I yeah. work at a bank now. You get every weekend off. Uh, no, I have to work every other Saturday, but the bank's oh. only open from nine to two. So it's well, like nice. I didn't know nothing. it was open on Saturday. Yep. Good yeah. for that. Yeah, no, I definitely appreciate it because I know that there's a lot of people that probably come in and are like, this is the only day that I can apply for a car loan. Seriously. And I mean, Saturday used to be the only time I was able to go to the bank too. Like it's really the only day that I had free, but if I had no idea they were even open. So I was just like, oh, I'm out of luck. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And it is a little stressful. I, yeah, a lot of, people and I know a lot it. of it is like a security thing, but man, Every single one of my coworkers at the bank is just like actually pulling up the clock on the computer when it hits on weekdays, six o'clock. Uh-huh. And they're just like, okay, we've got 15 seconds, 10, nine, like they're actually counting down. And then they're like, okay, yeah. <laughs> pull in the drive through tubes, close the curtain. We are closing down yep. and getting out of here. It's very official. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's really nice. Well, um, I there. did have a nightmare last night that uh we got robbed oh so. man i didn't even think about that until you brought it up <laughs> no <laughs> that like no. seriously never crossed my mind since you said you were working at a bank but yeah that's it's, just not it's gonna totally happen. fine um i actually find this dream a little bit more humorous than not because the robber looked exactly like the robber in the training video oh yeah um you know of course i did everything wrong because we're not supposed to like hit the security button unless we're Mm -hmm. either a really comfortable with doing so or b the robber's already gone yeah which makes sense because like you don't want it to turn into a worse situation by having the police show up while the robber is still there right just in panic yeah right yeah and so like i did everything wrong um we're not supposed to ask, like, quote, helpful questions like, oh, I've got some more money over here. Do you want this, too? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, I, would hope I that's mean, obvious. seems like a given, but... But that's what training videos are for. Like, they're right. to train people, like, on things that maybe aren't a given. <laughs> yeah, and so, of course, in my dream, I did that, and <laughs> it's just, like, so it's kind of like a comedy of errors. And so when I woke up, I wasn't really panicked. I was more amused. Like, what the <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Um, You know, that reminds me of something I learned recently about the food industry. Um, It kind of asked a, I had like a three hour orientation to this place just online. And I was not expecting that's kind of unlike any restaurant I've ever worked at. But there was a training video and then a little quiz after or a test. And it was only 10 questions. I was like, oh, these are always so easy. At the end, it was like, what was the most common um, cause of death for teenagers in the food industry business? 
and it's like uh, food poisoning or slipping or work accident, and then it's homicide. <laughs> and what? I was like, okay, there are some things I can obviously. I'm gonna. It's it's not food accidents or it's not food poisoning, and it's definitely not a homicide. So you know, it's like a work restaurant accident and I it's kept saying I was wrong I chose every answer I knew it had to be it was wrong and it ended up being homicide oh my (laughs) and it's because of robberies and I I had no idea and it just like it it kind of like horrified me but I also laughed because I was just like I have never ever expected I would never expect anyone to want to go into a restaurant to rob it there are way too many people there and like what are the chances that one of them is gonna like take you down you know anyway but that's the i i guess like teenagers like trying to stop them or just getting in in the wrong place at the wrong time it's like the most common common cause of death (laughs) man that is crazy i know isn't that the worst yeah it's not quite like a bank but (laughs) yeah let's talk about things that we actually like okay (laughs) (laughs) that sounds fine i'm fine with that are doing a potpourri episode today um which is timely because uh, i mean it's about time anyway we don't really have a set schedule for it but also after the intensity of all the harry potter episodes and also the intensity of starting new jobs and a new semester at school at the same time i think carmen and i are just kind of pooped yeah yeah we're pretty tired i am very very tired I actually didn't even expect to have, like, a conversation at the beginning. I just kind of expected to, like, sit there and be like... Just jump in. Oh, what do we open the episode with? I don't know. I don't know. That's kind of how it usually goes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at no less than one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight... 13 sheets of stickers that are it, were hiding in my desk at some point. What? That's fantastic. I know. I, I don't know what to do with all of them. I have hearts. I have smiley faces. I have stars. I have tiny smiley faces. I have like a foot-long sheet of minuscule little smiley dots, and they're all different smiles and colors, temperaments. Oh, my gosh. How many English classes do you have this semester? Um, Three. And do you have to do peer review writings? Because I'm telling you, if you have to do a peer review, like just like on random places on every page, just put a little sticker. It's a pretty good idea. Yeah, because if I got if I got a paperback that had some stickers on it, I would be like, (laughs) oh my gosh, this is so good. I probably wouldn't throw it away. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it. Do you remember when you used to get stickers on your work when you were younger? Yes. That was nice. Yeah. I don't think I've gotten stickers on my work since, like, I don't know, maybe third grade, maybe fourth grade. It's very but encouraging yeah. for me. And um, the best were, of course, the uh, scratch and sniff ones. Because, of course, you get it back and you're like, oh, what does it smell like? And everybody has that brief moment of, like, furiously scratching. <laughs> and then, <laughs> you know, you hold it up to your yeah. face and you're like... <laughs> Smells like grape and plastic. 
They always smell like grape and plastic. I know. <laughs> that was like the only <laughs> scent. Great. Do you remember scented markers? Oh, those were dangerous. <laughs> they were so dangerous. I wonder how many scented markers actually ended up like in kids' nostrils. Oh. Just because like Hundreds. kids have no sense of like, hey, you can still smell this when it's like a few inches away from your face. Right. No. <laughs> You can only smell it if it's, like, actually physically in your nose. Yep. <laughs> Shove it all the way. All the way up there. <laughs> um, and this is actually a really good segue into my first official uh, bopery thing. Good. Which Perfect. is, I was thinking this morning about how much I still love foods from my childhood. Uh-huh. I love cereal. Oh, yeah. Like, cereal of all kinds, of course. And as I've gotten older... I've been more inclined to get, like, Raisin Bran for myself. Because Raisin Bran is really good. Mm. But every once in a while, <laughs> every once in a while, I'll just be like, I really want Fruity Pebbles. Oh, man, I could never do Fruity Pebbles. I, I it just, I mean, I really liked the milk flavor afterward, but they always got way too soggy too early for me. Maybe that was the draw. Maybe that was kind of the attraction. Um, and you know, and it's funny cause not for me, I totally get that because I am very much a texture person. Like I eat ice cream faster than anybody I know because I'm just like, no, it's gotta be like that soft solid. Uh-huh. I hate like the liquidy stuff. I can't stand it. Oh. So I'll sit there and I'll just be like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was so good. Um, so yeah, like with, uh, Fruity Pebbles, same thing. Like I eat a bowl of Fruity Pebbles faster than any other cereal because I'm just like, I still want it to be crunchy. Yep. I think I put less milk into that as well for that reason. Right. Just kind of preserve the, the pebbles on top. Yeah. 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 Um, so oh, I love, <laughs> so I love cereal. I love fruit snacks. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Michael actually had to get me to stop buying fruit snacks. Like every time we pass in the at, at Winco, they have these really big boxes, and Costco yeah. has egregiously massive boxes. It's so unfair. Oh yeah. But I can't buy them anymore because I will literally eat a forty-six pouch um, fruit snacks in less than two days. <laughs> I'm serious. I, it is so bad. Yeah. Oh, I don't have my I, mom to control me. <laughs> I have to, I do have to exercise some self-control, but at Walmart, I did pass by an end cap that had those, um, they were just the Walmart smiles, fruity or fruit snacks. And, um, they were in boxes of 50 for less than $6. And I was like, what? That is such a good deal. And of course, like I get home, I unload all the groceries and Nick looks over and he can see our kitchen table from like his spot in the living room. And he was like, is that a box of 50 fruit snacks? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. It will last us through the winter. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta stock up for the winter. <laughs> Summer's over. Haven't you heard? Yeah. <laughs> it is now time for the autumnal harvest. Autumnal. Um, but yeah. Fruit snacks were, fruit snacks are difficult for me. Oreos and El Fudge cookies, any sandwich cookie really is mm. impossible for me too. Yeah. I, I almost bought a box of Gushers, like going mm. way, way back to like childhood. Yeah. <laughs> Gushers are so good. Um, do you remember those squeeze Kool-Aid drinks? 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to get those, but ended up getting a pack of Capri Suns. I was kind of like craving something from my childhood, too. I was like, Capri Suns. Those are like three like big drinks for me, but I mean, they're, they taste really good. They I do. remember them on hot soccer days, you know? Oh, yeah. Waiting in yeah. the cooler. Yeah, I don't think I could do the squeeze Kool-Aid anymore just because it's like 30% high fructose corn syrup. Yeah. And then the rest is water. And then there's like three drops of coloring in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no flavor. Just, yeah. sugar, just sugar, colored sugar water. Yeah. But I, yeah, I do pass by them in the store every once in a while. And I'm just like, you know, I don't like them anymore. But there's a part of me that wishes that I still did just yeah. for the nostalgia factor. <laughs> And I feel like, remembering those bottles, I feel like they were really thick plastic bottles. I wonder if they've changed that or fixed that. Because <laughs> I remember them being very, very, like, just Yeah, like you clunky. finished it and you felt like there should have been more because the yeah. bottle was still so heavy. Right. And it just wasn't, there wasn't anymore. Yeah. You got, like, seven gulps. Even as a kid, you uh -huh. only got, like, seven gulps. Probably not super environmentally friendly. Oh, well. <laughs> Probably not. Maybe it's a good thing they're not that appetizing anymore. Right. <laughs> We've moved on. Yeah. Um, okay, let me see what I've got. Bum, ba -da -bum, bum. So, at some point, it might be too early, but at some point, we should make our way... We should try... Our first, like, autumn episode, like, fall things, right? Remember when mm -hmm. we did one on pumpkin-flavored things? Yeah. Um, that was almost a year ago, so I feel like we should talk about fall foods briefly again. You know, I was thinking the same thing, because I I thought, man, I really want to talk about how much S I love soup? jackets and blankets. Oh. <laughs> and soup. And it's very much a fall thing. Yeah, but definitely fall foods. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. found myself not... I mean, we've ha we've been turning off the AC less and less, and I've been able to snuggle up. I, we, I have, like... Uh, Eight of those really cheap fleece blankets mm -hmm. that you can just get for two bucks at Walmart there. Yeah, I'm pretty excited too. Excited for um, the fashion, I guess. I'm just tired of, I stopped wearing makeup in the summer for the most part and because it just kind of melts off my face because I'm a person that just sweats just way too much. <laughs> and Ew. I'm just excited to be able to uh, express myself through my clothes again. Yeah, definitely. I put in an order for some clothes, and of course, because it is fall, a lot of them are fall-themed, Yeah. so I've got some fall plaid coming on its way. Yeah. I've got a faux leather jacket, which I'm super excited about. Oh, yes. Those are a game changer. I've had a few good leather jackets in, in my younger days, and they've... <laughs> They've given me boosts of confidence and warmth through many seasons. Mm -hmm. um, so I was talking to Michael about our food plan for the next few weeks. And I've been obsessing with looking over soup recipes and stuff like that. And I'm super excited for soup season, too. And he's oh, not yeah. a soup fan, but I feel like I'm going to change his mind. <laughs> I hope so. I have to. Yeah, I have to. I have to change Nick's mind, too, about soup. He's gotten a little bit better yeah. um, over the last few years, but he doesn't crave it the same way I do. Yeah. Um, it just needs to be filling, I think, is the main thing. I don't think soup ever really fills Michael up. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. It's just so yeah, I like, 
I really like creamy soups because I really like something that you can just like dip some crusty bread into. Mm-hmm. That's definitely one of my favorite things. So yeah. I am all over like creamy tomato basil soup. Oh, yeah. Mm. I need to start making my own. My mom has so many tomatoes that I could take. <sighs> Ooh. Yeah. Uh, somebody at work was talking about chicken gnocchi mm. soup, and I want some of that now. Yeah. Um, I've gotten in the habit of picking up those little Kikoman packets of egg drop soup mix or sweet and sour soup mix. And oh, they're yeah, like, yeah. you know, they're not what I would consider fall soup at, at all, but they're soup. So I'm starting to eat them more. But those are super cheap, but give you a lot of bang for your buck. It's like two full bowls of like this really nice broth and you just stir an egg in. And so it gets kind of like thick and stringy and stuff. They're Mm -hmm. really, really good. And they do the trick in a pinch because I don't have time to make it all the time. But if I just want it for lunch, those are really, really awesome. I really love the fact that Google has accurate spell check suggestions for Harry Potter names and spells, (laughs) which... I mean, this is just kind of, I guess, a behind the scenes for our last few episodes. But, you know, we were all, you and me and Mary Jane, writing all of these crazy notes and, like, coming up with what we wanted to talk about. And the whole time, you know, I, like, I rely on spell check for about 40% of what I type. Yeah. (laughs) Which is really, really sad. Because I used to pride myself on, like, and, and it's not like a I'm bad at spelling. Because I'm very, very good at spelling. I'm just a lazy typer. <laughs> yeah. Is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, you're a good speller, but I understand, like, it's, when you're in a hurry to it and you know that Google's gonna catch, like, I mean, why not just go fast, you know? Yeah. So I really loved that as I was typing up all of these notes, whether it be on my laptop or on my phone, I could, like, hit the suggestions and the very first one maybe the second one Uh would be exactly what i was looking for either the name of the spell or the name of the character yeah i was just like man these are such weird words and you're just like nah brah i gotcha they've been typed enough that it it realized that it'd be easier or they realized it'd be easier to just like learn those words instead of to continue ignoring them i mean you know, I'm sure a lot of people in their Harry Potter fan fiction have typed many of those words enough for Google to recognize them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> um, my turn? Yeah. Okay. I want to talk about the subway in New York. And I know that that seems so strange to talk about. But we were traveling and trying to be, like, on a budget. And so we got a <laughs> we got an Airbnb that was in Queens while all, pretty much all the stuff we wanted to see was in Manhattan. But it was a 40-hour trip on the subway, and I was so dreading it and stuff. But I ended up really appreciating the subway and what it did because being back here and having one car, I really wish we had a subway system that took – took me within like 10 minutes of any pretty much any place I want to get to because I work up in uh, near Salt Lake. I mean, I guess it's by Thanksgiving point now and it's a 20 minute drive um, and it's like a two and a half hour bus ride to get there from Orem to Lehigh. And I, I understand more people here own cars and stuff. So I guess it's less needed, but I mean, when Michael needs a car, I would love to be able to like either not take an Uber or have him drive me up there, you know, just walk 10 minutes to the subway and have a train take me there. It was so useful. 
and I That's, it gets a yeah. lot of rap, but I just want to give it its credit. They it's it's relatively well maintained. It's it was awesome. It took us everywhere we needed to, and I was just like in awe. That's kind of what marked me as a tourist, as I still enjoyed the subway rides. <laughs> Everyone else <laughs> is just so glum. Oh, <laughs> but it's an awesome system, and I appreciate it. Yeah, I think. I think the appreciating things that people take for granted is definitely a, a characteristic that more people need to, like, think about cultivating. Yeah. Because, like, for example, my phone. Yeah. Whenever we talk about phones in my communication class, I would say probably about 70% of the time it's about how phones are actually ruining communication between us. Because, like, it's just there. And yeah. so when you get bored with a conversation, what do you do? You pull out your phone and you start looking at social media. Right. And it, I have never seen it as being a rude thing. I've always seen it as a, like, hey, I can multitask. You know, I'm still listening. I just also want to look at Instagram. Yeah. And so <laughs> we were looking at a picture on Friday of a woman who was looking at her phone and a man who was talking to her. And a lot of people were like, yeah, she's not paying attention. Her body language is saying this, like she's just not interested. And I raised my hand and I was like, no, I see two people that are talking about a movie that they saw and they were like, oh yeah, it has that one actress. What else has she been in? Yeah. <laughs> and this woman pulls out her miracle device out of her pocket and pulls up the IMDb app. Like, we have miracle devices. I know. This is amazing. <laughs> I, I know what you mean. I really like when people stand up for it. My, my One of my professors does that, too. Um, she had us watch some TED Talks, or at least one TED Talk, about how texting isn't killing language because it's not actually... It's, it's not really writing. It's more... You know, people communicate by writing and speaking, but text is commu communication by, like, speech much more than it is writing because yeah. it's not a letter you're writing. It's a, it's a conversation that's taking place right then. And I, I think phones are just, like, I, I agree with you. They're little, they're little boxes full of information. Like, the whole world is inside this little box. And yeah. they, I think that makes them just a little bit more useful than they are detrimental to those few that abuse it. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I totally get what you mean by like the subway being fascinating. And I haven't taken the front runner too often. Yeah. But anytime I have, I've just been like, this is amazing. I don't have to focus on the road. I can just chill out. Yeah. And there is something very soothing, I think, being on a train. Yeah. Um, I, I get why people really enjoy trains because it's just like... The movement is very rhythmic, but it's not, like, um, intrusive, I guess. Yeah. I like it. I like it, too. Yeah. yeah. And I came home very excited to utilize public transport because we, as students at our school, Audrey, get free um, UTA transport anywhere. Right. And yeah. it's just, it, like, blew my mind. I was like, hey, I am using that, and I'm not going to drive my car as often. I'm going to do my part. I'm going to walk places. And it's a 45-minute walk from the Lehigh Station to my work. So, <laughs> ooh. <laughs> so I wish, yeah. we had a, I wish we had a bigger system, but maybe that will come with time. When yeah, more I sure hope people want to walk so. than drive. My next thing is Lucas the Spider. Uh, if you have not <laughs> seen course. Lucas the Spider... 
It is a YouTube... Mm, Masterpiece? Yeah. <laughs> I, I hesitate to call it a series, just oh, yeah, because huh? there's no like ongoing storyline. But it's this one animator. He started out with just wanted to animate this really cute spider. And he got, I think, like his nephew to do the voice. And so this really cute, like, little, I don't know, maybe four-year-old doing the voice to this spider that's got, like, these huge eyes. And two of them are really big. And then you can see, like, the other six eyes. But they're not, like, creepy at all. It's definitely more cute than creepy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And um, there's ten of these shorts. They're all under a minute long. And they're just... Lucas the spider being really darn cute. Yeah. And that's what I was watching before we started the call. And like, I had to keep on looking at the time and be like, okay, Audrey, don't get too wrapped up in this because like, we've got to start the call. But, um, the newest one came out a couple days ago and it is called Lucas the spider in one man band. And there's no, um, dialogue at all. It's just Lucas playing this cute little musical piece it lasts 52 seconds, I think. But honestly, the music is just as cute as yeah. like everything else about the series. So I will link to it in the show notes. Yes, please do. Um, and it, it should take, honestly, less than like six minutes to watch all of the Lucas the Spider Yeah, shorts. I remember you and another girl. I can't, it must have been Casey talking about she really liked him, too. I guess he's cute. I spiders. I have a hard time with spiders. Um, but Michael said he recently like joined this union of spider. I think it's called Union of Spider Bros, where you don't <laughs> kill any spiders you find in your house. You, if you need to get them out, you gently take them outside and release them. And mm-hmm. and oh man, I I want to I want to be that good. I know spiders don't have control over how disgusting they look to us but they really do more i feel like they do more good than bad yeah yeah Yeah, they do so i i'm gonna have to look up this uh, union of spider bros because i feel very much the same way yeah like i want thank you spiders for killing all of the mosquitoes and other like flies and stuff things that i hate way more than i dislike spiders I was convinced, yeah, and after talking about it, I was convinced there was a spider, and I kept feeling it. Like, I kept feeling something brushing up against me, and I think I was just kind of, like, getting paranoid. But then Michael was like, I felt something, too, and so we shook. We had to, like, shake the whole bed down at, like, 2 a.m., and <laughs> we, uh, it just was this horrible chain reaction. Oh, no. We both, like, convinced <laughs> each other that there was a spider in our bed. oh that's awful but funny it's pretty funny but it was also (laughs) very disruptive i was very sleepy (laughs) yeah yeah okay my next one so i can't afford to shop at Harmons all the time Mm -hmm. i think i like none of their stuff is like crazily overpriced um but all of it is just up enough that it actually really adds a lot to my final receipt. So I try not to go there unless I have to or for, like, their really kind of lunch section that they have. Yes. Um, I really love their cheese stand. The Harmons by Me has a cheese stand with someone giving out free samples of cheese. And there's a salad bar right next to it. And I decided 
to try the salad bar for the first time the other day, and I went absolutely bananas. There are so <laughs> many toppings you can get for that, and it I, it ended up um, they priced it by a pound. And it was like, I can't remember how much it was for a pound, but I, I thought to myself that I was nowhere near a pound and I ended up being like at a pound and a half. Oh, and no. I ended up paying a lot more than I wanted for the salad because I was like, oh, edamame, yep. Oh, pepperoncinis, of course. Oh, a bunch of different types of chicken. Yes, please. You know, a bunch of these <laughs> seeds. Okay. <laughs> it was a beautiful salad and it was delicious, but it was, I, I love salad bars is my point. Um, oh, yeah. When we went to yeah. Tucano's that one time, the salad bar was one of my favorite parts. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm not a snob about salad bars, but I definitely have a very kind of black and white view of them where I'm like, hey, this is a really, really good salad bar. So everything about it is great. Either that or like, oh, this is one of those salad bars that like only has iceberg lettuce as the base and has like all of the stuff that only comes in cans, like olives, peas, baby corn. And then, like, they open up a bag of croutons. And for some reason, they also have, like, goldfish. And, like, the crackers. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, who's putting goldfish on their plate? I mean, not. E- I'm assuming they're not going on the salad. Sure they but are. But people are just... You think so? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're definitely going on the salad. Or not? Oh what? man, am I? I'm so sorry. Are you exploding? I. I mean, it is not in my nature to like knock it till I try it. But I assumed it was kind of like those um, salad bars where they have like pudding, and it's uh, not actually to go on your salad. You just pick up one of those little bowls, and yeah. it's just like the only reason why the pudding is there is because it's you know on the same cold. You know, yeah. (laughs) And you know, maybe the difference is that pudding doesn't taste good on salads, but goldfish crackers might. So maybe it is there for just a little side, but people are like, oh, like crunchy things to go on my salad. Like I've heard, I've seen people like crunch crackers over their salad before. So it might, I don't know. I always get them and put and shove them to the side of my plate and just eat them, you know, as I can. But I've never put them on top of my salad, but I'm certain people do that. Huh. All right. <laughs> the more you know. The more you know. Okay, your turn. I guess this is a good segue into my next thing, which is I really like it when I discover things that partially change my mind about the thing. And that's really like vague, but it's because like I have a lot of specific examples. So like I like donuts, but I've never enjoyed just plain glazed donuts. Right. Um, I've always liked cake donuts or filled donuts or like fritters. They have to be like a bit fancier, right? I look at the plain glazed donuts and I'm just like, eh, nah, pass. Especially Krispy Kreme donuts. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like I'm just eating air. Yeah, I don't you like know? those. I feel like I could eat four and I would feel like crap, but I wouldn't know why. Yeah, because, because... you really feel like you ate anything. Yeah, I could. Exactly. They're they're so they're so light that I feel like I could just like shove one whole one in my mouth and just like be totally fine with it. It would yeah. lose it would lose 
space with size you know <laughs> significantly yeah. but i got some donuts at daylight donuts the other day and again normally i go for all the specialty ones but i was kind of like on a timetable and i didn't want to like think about the last couple of donuts that i was going to put in this box and so i was like eh, just throw in a couple of like glazed raised right. donuts and i ate one and it changed my perspective on glazed donuts entirely wow like they are dense but not like cake donut dense and the icing was just perfect just like a really light glaze not too light that you feel like you're eating just like dough you know it really did change my perspective and i really appreciate that yeah and honestly i like I like to have an open mind about things like that because enjoying things is just so much better than hating things. Oh, I agree. I feel that's so why we do much these, better. Yeah, that's why we do these episodes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I am just like, I've never enjoyed Western movies or World War One or World War Two movies. And I am honestly just like waiting for that one movie to come along and be like, no, you can enjoy this. Yeah. So I appreciate things that change my mind about the thing <laughs> yeah i understand i understand what you mean i haven't ever been huge on daylight donuts but um provo bakery always changes well i didn't have to have my mind changed by donuts but um it changed my perspective on how good donuts are honestly they're the best donuts i've mm -hmm. ever tried and the glazed ones like i i don't prefer those but yeah provo bakery has good ones too yeah, and I, I like the dough of the Provo Bakery Donuts. I, I'm just not really a fan of the icing. Yeah, I don't, yeah, some of their icings are a bit much. Um, they, I do like the a lot like. Yeah, they're a lot like um, kind of a whipped buttercream. Oh, yeah. And it just, it feels very out of place on a donut. For I'm sure. I'm just used to the glaze. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. I feel like maybe perhaps a good donut wouldn't really need that much frosting. I'm a frosting fan, though, so... Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, that would teach their own. Yep. Yeah. Um, let's see. I am a fan of marking books and not library books. I have little, a whole other stack of stickers for that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, my own books that I buy, I love highlighting them and dog earing the pages. And I don't care what anyone says about me. Because they are my books, and I would rather them look, like, loved and used than just, like... I have, a, like, one or two exceptions that I like to keep, like, pristine and really nice. But it's because they're, like, nice additions. But I get sure. most of my books used off of Amazon, and I see other people's marks and highlights and stuff, and I... It makes me so happy. <laughs> I can read all of these random strangers' notes about, like, something just a completely different brain than me has written in my book and it's it's in my it's in those pages forever it just like is so I love it and so I do it too because eventually um I'll get rid of my books and I know 90% of the people will be bugged by the marks in it but <laughs> there will be like the two percent that really love it yeah I uh I don't mark up my fiction books mm -hmm. but I will mark up my nonfiction books because That's I have a much harder time reading nonfiction mm. and so it does definitely help me out um, yeah. marking marking those up and 
same thing. Like most nonfiction books that I buy, I buy used. And especially when they're related to school, I really like opening them up and seeing like the highlights and the underlines. Yeah. And like, it's kind of this mystery of like, well, I know why I'm reading the book yeah. and I know why I'm marking the passages that I'm marking, but you're marking different passages. So what was it that you had to get out of this yeah. book? It's so much <laughs> I fun. Love, I love the mystery of it. Yeah. And like, it really does help, I think, read the book a little bit more in depth as well, because yeah. it's so easy. Again, I just, I don't enjoy reading nonfiction. And so when I read a new copy of nonfiction, I have a tendency to just like skip to the parts that I just like need to know. Yeah. And so, yeah, when there's those notes there that are like, hey, I needed to pay attention to this for something. And I'm like, mystery person, what was it that you needed to pay attention Tell me. to? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's I, I really like it. But um, yeah, library books, I guess, is kind of an obvious no, no. But when they're my mm. own, I have no problem with it. I have I have. There is, like, one book I've saved. It was my grandma's. It's, like, a collection of a bunch of poems that I I really want to keep as nice as possible. But all the others, I'm just like, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. I uh, have two copies of my favorite book in the world, which is uh, Sunshine by Robin McKinley. And one of them is a nice hardcover copy with, like, a jacket and everything. And then the other is a paperback copy. And, like, I don't know... I don't really know why my thought process makes sense to me, but like, I want the nice one to just keep nice. Yeah. <laughs> and that's then I fine. want the paperback one to like reread over and over again because it will eventually fall apart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I keep rereading it. <laughs> no, it's understandable. I, I, I think that's completely reasonable, honestly. <laughs> it makes so much <laughs> sense to me. Yeah. And then the nice one just doesn't have to go touched at all, it can just stay perfect. Yeah, exactly. And it, it can just kind of be like that. I have it just to have it. Yep, exactly. And I look at it and I'm reminded that it's my favorite book. <laughs> right. I really like using too much um, beauty product <laughs> when whenever I give myself a spa day. So like... If I'm going to use a bath bomb, I'm going to get the biggest bath bomb I can find. Oh, yeah. And um, when I, like, scrub myself down, um, I use, like, four pumps of body wash instead of the, like, two that's sufficient. Yeah. <laughs> no. And it's super duper wasteful, but there's something about, like, just the really thick foam that I get oh, from yeah. putting four pumps of body wash on yeah. my poof. You know, and just like lathering it. And I'm just like, I am a foam monster. (laughs) No, those are so nice. Just like taking two hours to just like, yeah, just completely redo everything. Yep. I know I probably only need like half as much conditioner as I use. Yeah, that's me every time though. It's too, (laughs) conditioner's too much fun. It's so, well, because you like rinse it out and you keep on rinsing it out until you're finally like, yes. Yeah. Every single strand has yep. been conditioned. Yep. And I love the feeling of it, like, it's on like your silk. back. Yeah. Yeah, when you're still in the shower and it's just, like, like it's stuck to your back, but not in an unpleasant way. Yeah, it's, like, it, it seriously is, like, silk. It's, like, it's crazy. It's really Ooh. nice. 
Yes. I, uh, because I don't have to work with food anymore, I have decided that I'm going to start doing my nails. Oh, and how fun. So Mary Jane, who is really good at doing her nails and watches YouTube videos and stuff on it, helped me out um, last weekend. And uh, as we were sitting there painting our nails, I asked, how many coats of nail polish is too much? And she looked at me and she says, there is no such thing. <laughs> it's not possible. I am pretty sure, yeah, the limit does not exist. Um, I'm pretty sure there is a limit. Uh, but oh, I've seen, I've got, seen like, a picture of the limit on, on Reddit. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> it's, it's nasty. But, you know, after I think like my third coat of nail polish, I was just like, I don't know if I should put another one on. And that's when I asked her and she said, no, you're good. Yeah. Four is, four is reasonable. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, nails are fun. I am not allowed to wear nail polish um, at work now. But yeah. I, I have, like, four bottles that I don't use. And I only use, like, really – I never use, like, pinks or um, reds or, like, nudes or anything. I always have, like, this bright sparkly blue and then, like, oh, this fun. lavender and a, this really, really shimmery gold. I don't know why that when I do decide to to do one thing on my on my body, it's bright gold fingernail polish. <laughs> but I don't do it often, so I have to go. I have to go hard, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. Um, when I did my nails last week, and I I don't have them done now because I had to take the nail polish off yesterday because it finally chipped too much. Yep. But um, I did like a really nice um, kind of champagne gold shimmery nail polish yeah so i get you um it was definitely a little bit more subtle but uh i just kept on looking at my nails and i was like they're so pretty yeah they're so pretty i had gotten a gold nail polish but it was just a little too yellow uh-huh and that was really disappointing because just yellow and gold are different they're different they really are different when you look at it and you're like that looks like sparkly pea yeah like <laughs> that's not like the That's stuff that we attractive. were, yeah, the stuff that we, it was excused when we were kids, when we wore like bright yellow. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, this week I'm going to go for a, I have kind of like an eggplant color, mm -hmm. but it's um, shimmery and it has like, like at an angle, it has kind of a greenish tint to it. Oh, cool. It's really, it, I mean, it's not holographic. No, it's but I know what you mean. It's still definitely eggplant, but like every once in a while, you know, you look at it in a certain angle in the light and you're like, oh, there's green. Right. The image that's coming to mind is a puddle, like those puddles of gasoline on the ground that have like that purple and green like yeah. hue about them. And you can't tell which one is like happening it because it's so weird and trippy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it ha it's green and purple at the same time. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm really excited. I'm probably going to do that at some point today. And maybe use too many coats of nail polish, but eh, oh, you whatever. Do. You go, Glenn Coco. <laughs> you do you, man. Um, I really, really like the Nintendo Switch. And mm. I am not a big gaming person, um, let alone a gaming console person. I like games, but I really don't care what I'm playing it on. Like, I don't have a preference. I like to play games on the computer. I like to play games on my phone. But I don't really care about, like... But Michael had been wanting to get the Switch for a long time. 
Um, and we, when we were in New York, he got it in the Nintendo store and like felt so extra special about it because it came from like the Nintendo store and we got, um, this Mario game for it. And it is like, I am in love with it. It is, it is like the funnest system to use. And we got Mario Kart yesterday and it's <gasps> oh, out so of this world. Fun. And I'm trying to get really good. Cause even when I'm just racing my computers, I'm, I'm horrible at racing <laughs> games. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get some control there, but I the Mario game is incredible and Michael and I talk about it all the time how it, it is it is like a kids game. Mm-hmm. Um they know I feel like they know who's playing it like they know that kids are playing it but also the really old people <laughs> that played oh, Mario sure. when like they played every Mario game that's come out. But um it is just a perfectly formulated game. Everything about it, like there's thought into everything about how fast he walks when he's walking downhill and you know, like if there's music playing anywhere nearby, he's like dancing to the beat of it and stuff. Oh. And everything about it is just so perfectly made and um it was really worth it. I was hesitant at first about the whole switch thing in general, but it's awesome. Oh, I'm so happy. I really do love video games. Um I know I mentioned it in the RPG episode, um, which covered a little bit more like tabletop RPGs, but uh-huh. uh, they, yeah, they're really my favorite kind of game, period. And definitely video game RPGs uh, are up there. So I'm I'm very happy that you have I know I know a switch that was something that I can yeah and I really liked the the Nintendo Wii U because of Zelda but now this mm-hmm. one also has Zelda so it's <laughs> it's definitely gone above and beyond it's a fun game too like you can it's just this little thing you can just you put it in its little pouch and it's maybe takes up the area I mean it's not as thin or as long as a laptop but it like weighs about as much as a laptop. Mm-hmm. But it's just a little thing that you just stick in your backpack and you play it on play it on the subway or play it, you know, when you're waiting for a train. Pretty much just on the subway is where we played it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's awesome. Yeah, we really oh, like it. Fun stuff. I really like googly eyes. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I think you've talked about this. I know I talked to you about this during lunch one day. But not on the but not on the pod. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> I was walking um, through the school last semester, and I don't normally go to the um, business school building uh-huh. because I am not a business major or you know anything related to that. Yeah. But um, my brother did tutoring in the lab there because he is an accountant, and so he had a lot of classes there. And as I was walking through, our school has a bunch of banners that have, like, administrators and teachers Uh on them, like, to represent kind of the school or the subject or, you know, whatever is mainly in that building. So, you know, English teachers are in the liberal arts building and, like, computer science teachers are in the computer science building and so on and so forth. So there was an administrator banner in the um i think it's the woodbury building and somebody had put googly eyes over his eyes on this banner and it was late enough at night because it was like right around my evening class that semester uh-huh. that i don't think any of the staff saw it i just had to take a picture of it and just be like 
Man, if I ever have my picture up somewhere because like the company, I really hope somebody puts googly eyes on my portrait. (laughs) I really do. Well, that's a good attitude. (laughs) I just, I never want to take myself so seriously that if I see a portrait of myself somewhere that like, I don't want anybody to, I mean, I obviously wouldn't want like crude vandalization. I don't want somebody drawing a dick on my face. Right. <laughs> but something lighthearted like that, I would just That would like, make you laugh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be a, that would be pretty fun. Um, I wonder if we can buy googly eyes in bulk um, somewhere on Amazon. I bet we can of various sizes. Probably. You're looking for it right now. Oh, I can hear you looking for it, too. <laughs> it's got to be found out. 500 pieces from 6 millimeter to 12 millimeter for less oh. than $5. 12 millimeters is... Oh, that's like a little bit bigger than an inch. Yeah. Or one more down is the variety value pack. Approximately 1,200 pieces. Oh my gosh. Uh, ranging from four millimeters to 25 millimeters, which <laughs> is one inch. Um, for 684. So I guess I just have to buy that. So this one's a, yeah, I, am I looking at the same one as you? It's 684 for a variety value pack. Uh huh. One box and it comes all organized. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. Oh, some of them have eyelashes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, no. I don't have a choice. I'll split them with you. But if you want to own the whole thing, I understand that. They come in different <laughs> shapes. Like, they have elongated ones. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I just found some that have different colors, too. What? <laughs> These are it's like stickers bit... 2.0. They're like, they, they, they serve really the purpose are. of stickers, but they are so much more fun than stickers. Oh my, yeah, these ones have, like, eyeshadow on them. Oh no. It's only, like, a dollar more. Um, I also... I also love them because of a few pictures that I found on Pinterest once, where somebody had put googly eyes on um, the covers of books. Uh Uh-huh. And some of them were really good, like the Black Stallion. Somebody had put googly eyes on the stallion uh-huh. <laughs> Romeo and Romeo and Juliet somebody had put googly eyes on Juliet uh-huh. and she's like on the balcony like yeah. reaching out to Romeo <laughs> <laughs> oh man it is definitely way too easy to abuse I think yeah and you know you also have to I mean you have to think about I think it'd be better to put them on something that's going to be moving. You know, I think books are probably Mm -hmm. perfect for that because people are picking them up and stuff, but I would want to put them on so many posters, but I'd want them to wiggle, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, they still definitely look funny on posters. I am. I really like putting them on light switches (laughs) because, you know, you can put two like on either side and just slightly above the light switch and it looks a little bit like a face. Yeah. Um, wow. So those are fun. These are <laughs> as big as, like, bigger than my hand. My stretched what? out hand. <laughs> Allures and illusions. Giant googly eyes set of two. Wow. Yeah, they're huge. She's holding it up and it's like, my gosh. What could we put that on? 
A big... I don't know. Oh, yeah, I've got a six-inch one pulled up here. <laughs> I love Amazon, man. <laughs> I do, too. I love, I love going down the rabbit hole of, like, what? because you viewed this yeah. or customers also bought. Because they're always right. They always know what I would want. Oh, seven-inch ones. I'm going to see how big they get. Okay. Uh, seven-inch ones that glow in the dark? Whoa! <laughs> oh, here's a picture out of, of somebody putting them on a stereo. <laughs> sure, why not? Emergency googly eyes. This is what this product is called. Wait, emergency? Yeah. What kind of emergency are you going to be in that you need to have googly eyes? Um, I'm, I don't know, but... You have it, you know? Boy Scouts are always prepared. (laughs) (laughs) I think seven inch is about as large as I can find. Yeah. Hey, listeners, if you can find googly eyes that are bigger than seven inches, like, please tweet at us. We we have to know this information. And we're probably not going to get them, because even just the set of two giant like seven inch googly eyes 16 Um, bucks it's like 16 bucks yeah six inch yeah they're they're really expensive but i just want to know that they exist yeah me too and i don't know maybe if you want to buy them for us and send them to us we'll find we will find a really good use for them yeah honestly i can think of i mean stadium of fire is over but you know if you want to if you want to commit a crime of trespassing, you know, we could have mm-hmm. put them on yeah. the big Tim Urban oh my poster. Gosh. That bugged that me all summer. So great. Um, I was actually thinking of the statue of Brigham Young at oh, BYU. Oh my gosh. That would be perfect. And I think it is just harmless enough that most people would find it funny. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know when would be a good time to go, because technically BYU is private property. Oh, yeah. So, like, it's definitely a little risky to, like, run around at odd hours of the night. But I just, I... would be pretty fun. I need to do this now. So it's turned into, (laughs) if you want to send them to us, that's fine, but it's turned into, please send us these... We will and, we'll and take we pictures will commit, of our exploits. Yeah, we'll commit vandalism for you yeah. as our appreciation and take pictures and post it online. <laughs> oh, these are... Oh, no, they're only four inch. Okay. Okay. I want to hear the user submissions. Uh, yeah, so we do have user submissions this week. So thank you for um, the two of you that sent in some user submissions. The first one is from Mom Peterson. Yay! So thank you for being such a supportive mother and listener. So her list is that she really likes kicking rocks while you walk. (laughs) Which, yes, 100%. 100% love kicking rocks while I walk. Yeah. Yeah, gravel, little, you know, bigger, Mm -hmm. bigger than pebbles. Totally. I love, like, seeing how long you can keep it up while still looking really casual about it. Yeah. Because, like, obviously you can't chase it. If it gets off of the sidewalk and into yeah, the road, like, you've that's lost. it. You're done. But. <laughs> and it's your like, companion for that little time, too. It's, yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Collecting individual leaves in the fall. You know, I, and I've never done that before, but I've always been tempted to, like, have a book and press them and stuff. 
Yeah, maybe maybe we should do that hmm. this year. And we can laminate them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we've gotten just enough rain this summer that we should have a pretty decent-looking fall. Right. Rather than just brown, which has been kind of crappy over the last few years. Uh-huh. Uh, my nephew, Nixon, learning how to kiss. I really <laughs> like any toddler learning to do things. Oh, yeah. Really cute like that. Watching them learn, like, just new words and applying them incorrectly is also very... Oh, my gosh. That's so much fun. And uh, the last thing on her list is doctors who actually touch you during a visit. Like, putting a hand on your shoulder, like, patting your back. Uh-huh. Not just, you know, Shaking like, poking and prodding you. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, okay, I actually understand that. I think... I think if they're going to be if they're going to be touchy with you in a professional way, then they might as well like kind of comfort you afterwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think it kind of makes them more human yeah. in a way that's necessary because it can be really easy to just feel like you're just like a lab yeah. subject. I think sometimes even just for like regular checkups. Actually, I think especially for regular checkups, where it's like, okay, now breathe in, breathe out, open your mouth, I'm going to stick this in your ear. Yeah, it's weird. (laughs) And it's like, okay, now that you've, like, stuck something in every face hole that I have. Yeah. You know, and then, so, yeah, it is just nice to have that, like, you know, put a hand on my shoulder and be like, hey, you're doing good. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate that. And then um, Chris Atkin. Hey. Uh, <laughs> yeah, who you went to high school with. Yeah. Hi, Chris. And I know um, separate from that. So yeah. that was kind of a small world thing. Um, he sent in some suggestions for more poetry. So. Nice. Um, and I will, like, I'll look these people up on YouTube and I will link to them in the show notes. Cool. But. Um, First of all, he is going to the National Poetry Slam in Chicago oh, uh, this summer. So that's really cool. Or maybe he already went. I don't know. I'll have to double check. That's but pretty cool. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. That's really, really cool. <laughs> and he said, if we have time, look up Jesse Parent, okay. RJ Walker, and Jose Soto on YouTube. Okay. And he also said that if we like Rhiannon McGavin, which I do, I finished the poetry book that you gave me for my birthday. Oh, yay. Yeah. Uh, Her poetry is really, really good. I do prefer the stuff that she speaks out loud, I think, to her written stuff. Yeah. I think that's just her her genre. Just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He said, so if we like Rhiannon McGavin, we need to check out Olivia Gatwood and Sarah Kay. Cool. So, yeah, I will... Yeah. I will link to those. Cool. Okay, because I won't remember them all, but yeah, I'll I, I'll appreciate remembering those. It's nice. So that makes me. I assume that means he listened to the poetry episode. It's nice that someone enjoyed it because I was really worried it was going to turn into like this big lecture about a bunny, <laughs> you know. But yeah, I'm really I'm I'm glad that some people liked it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it is definitely his thing. He's an English teacher, and um, he has a lot. Of very insightful things to share about poetry. Chris, you achieved you achieved the dream that I got too scared to do. So (laughs) 
Very, very cool that you're an English teacher. I wonder where you teach. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, listeners, for the next time we do a potpourri episode, please send in your things that you like, and we will absolutely go over them. Mm-hmm. Um, and we really like them. We like interacting with you guys. Yeah. Uh, I do want to do just one last potpourri thing for myself. Okay. Uh, really quick. I like being married. Oh. I just celebrated my 10th anniversary with Nick. Holy crap. Oh, last week. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to get a little mushy here, but it's been a really great 10 years. And I mean, he and I joke around a lot and we kind of talked about it kind of in the business sense. Like, well, our 10 year evaluation is coming up. <laughs> Uh, we'll go over and see how we move forward from here. <laughs> you guys are so dorky. <laughs> we really are. <laughs> I like it. But that's why I love him. Yeah. And that's why we get along so well. And so thank well, you. congratulations. Nick, for supporting me and, um, you know, supporting me in this, which has been kind of a, a big hobby for me and something that I spend a lot of time on and also supporting me in going back to school and recently in finding a new job. And he always asks me if I'm doing what makes me happy because that's what's most important to him. So when I got this job at UCCU, it was just like, it was the first job, honestly, that called back when I started sending out applications and he's like, well, are you sure you're not just taking it because it's the first one? And I was like, oh, I mean, that is definitely part of it because I definitely wanted to get out of Shirley's. But also it's been really good so far. And I mean, it could have not been good. Yeah. (laughs) And so I appreciate that he was just kind of thinking about my best interests. Yeah. So I, I love you, Nick. Yay. And uh, with that, we will wrap up. Yes. Uh, again, please send us future potpourri things at kittenwhiskersandkanye at gmail.com. Um, I will hold on to them, even though our next potpourri episode might not be for another like four or five months. Yeah. Uh, I, will, I will hold on to them until we get there. And you can find us on Twitter at kittensandkanye. And Instagram at kittenwhiskersandkanye. And we are going to, again, uh, beg and plead. No, not beg and plead. But beg if you plead. have time, <laughs> beg and plead. Um, if you have time, go on to iTunes or on to Apple Podcasts and leave a review for us. Because yeah. it'll like bump us up in the ratings and it'll make it easier for people to find us. Yes. Like, they don't have to get like every single word exactly right in order to find us. Yeah. We would really appreciate that. And we will give you a shout out on future episodes. Yes. So until next time, I'm Audrey Stratton. I'm Carmen Thorley. And this has been Kitten Whiskers and Kanye. Um, I have no groceries, so I don't think I'm going to eat anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I know it's kind of a bummer. Oh. <laughs>